Hello and greetings, everybody. I hope you're having a fabulous day. Uh, I am wanting to talk to you about a serious topic today. It's a topic that comes up every year around Mother's Day. You know, Mother's Day is a wonderful celebration of mothers all around the world. Um, unfortunately, for some, it's very hard. Uh, maybe you've lost your mother uh, this last year. is challenging and difficult um, for those times, you know, whenever you're grieving and it's it's just hard. I know I, I went through that for many years. My mother's been with the Lord for a long, long time and it can be challenging. So stick uh, stick around here and share this out with your friends, anyone that might need some encouragement today uh, because you know someone who was hurting yesterday. And so just so if you have not seen me before, uh, my name is Maggie Cavanaugh. I am the co-founder of Moving Forward Ministries with my husband, Kevin. Uh, we do biblical coaching with teens, adults, um, so that they can find their confidence and move forward and to live their best life. In addition, uh, we believe in natural solutions for health, and uh, we do some homesteading. So I broadcast here and on various uh, internet platforms including and not limited to Creative Motion Network TV on Roku, uh, so that I can help people live their best life by giving them the keys. And we all know that Jesus is the main key, but there are a lot of great people that I get to interview uh, that have all kinds of great keys to help my audience move forward in their life. So with that being said, um, I want to talk to you about the importance of understanding that God hears you. If you are dealing with a prodigal, whether it's a son, a daughter, you know, spouse, whoever in your life that has run away from God and you're like going, oh, my gosh, you know, it's, this is awful. What can I do? The thing that you can do, the first and foremost, is know that God understands your distress. He understands your woes. He understands your concerns. He understands your heartbreaking. And he, Many times the enemy will use that to torment you. But the Bible says in, in Psalms 46, it talks about, you know, the Lord is present and he's a help. You know, somebody put help in the chat stream because he is a help. And uh, I want to read you a scripture that's very, very important to me. I love the scripture. I'm going to read it to you out of the Amplified because we know that out of all the things that we do, that God is in control, but we have to remind ourselves that because circumstances can speak pretty loud. And when it's you're someone that you love and you see them headed down a path of destruction, we automatically want to freak out and fear comes in and you've got to be able to pray in faith, not fear. Now I'm talking to myself here. I've been, I know something about this stuff. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, yesterday was mother's day. My mother's in heaven. You know, I'm always, you know, thinking about her on that day. I've had two miscarriages. So I've got two babies in heaven and I'm always thinking about what would have been like, you know, being their mother here on this, on the earth. And then I have two sons and, uh, you know, so, and, and I know all about the prodigal stuff. Let me tell you, uh, there is a time in a season where statistics, show the kids will leave the church okay even if you brought them up in church a lot of them will leave the church according to Barnum um, they're leaving in groves but they kind of cycle back into their walk with the Lord in their late 20s when they start settling down having family and kids and they start realizing the importance of church attendance for their family but the biggest thing is is that we think oh my gosh they're gonna be backslidden forever and the reality is is there's some there's some things that we can do to keep our peace in the meantime as we're standing and believing that our kids will come back in and serve the Lord the way they should. You know, my oldest son is a perfect example. Whenever he was in college, you know, he he just basically kind of renounced the faith. But then he came back and now he's leading worship in a church. You know, I mean, 
they, we have to stand, we have to believe, but ultimately uh, God has given us all a free will. And so I just want to encourage you today as you're standing knee deep with the scripture, it's in John 14, 26, but the comforter, hmm, the comforter, okay, the one who comforts you, <laughs> the counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, stand by the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will, will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on your behalf. He will teach you all things. He will cause you to recall, will remind you and bring to your remembrance everything I've told you. Who is that? It's the Holy Spirit. You've got to be led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide you into all truth. That is the most important thing that I can, you know, it is vital, vital, vital that you be led by the spirit. The second thing is, is to find your strength and your security and your identity in God. Okay. Yes, you're a mom. Okay. I get it. Uh, we want to be great moms, but many times we put so much emphasis on being a mom. We forget we're a daughter of the king. Okay, God gives us kids to steward for season in our lives until they reach adulthood. So I'm just encouraging you to make sure that you know who you are and then pray without ceasing is what the Bible tells us to do. But I want to give you those are three good spiritual tips. Okay, one, understand that God knows your distress. He knows your pain. Find your strength and security in him and pray for your kids with faith. But I want to give you a couple practical things too. Okay. Because people say, okay, well, I know what the Bible says, but I, I, I need some steps or I need something. So I'm going to give you a couple practical things to do. Number one, do not be embarrassed to ask for support and help, right? Somebody put that in the chat stream. Support is good. The Bible, Bible is very clear about having supportive systems in your life. I mean, my goodness, that's what the church is for is, you know, small groups, you're going to get that interaction from other believers that have gone through this. You are not alone. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care if it's depression. I don't care if it's addiction. I don't care if it's a divorce. I don't care if it's, you know, health issues. You are not alone. And you have to know that. So it's okay to get support and prayer and gather those people that will stand in the gap with you for your prodigal or whatever your circumstance is. Amen. Just saying. The other thing is, is don't blame yourself. Look, if you had an active role, uh, maybe you had a very dysfunctional life and it, that was mirrored in front of your kids. And now you're like going, oh, my gosh, if I would have done this or if I would have done that, you can't change the past. But you can't change the present. And if there is some area where you need to go and you need to thank God um, for your freedom, but also, you know, apologize to your kids, then do that and then move on. OK, you cannot blame yourself for past mistakes, influences, anything that you have done in the past. You will get caught in that territory. You know, the Bible talks about in uh, Proverbs 22, 6, it says, train them up in the way they should go. And when they're old, that they'll return to it or they won't depart from it. A couple different versions. But this scripture was never meant to be a guilt trip, nor is it a promise or a guarantee. I mean, it tells us that. And yes, it is a promise, but they are going to make mistakes. And ultimately, they are going to give an account because they become adults. I'm just saying you cannot control another human being, period. And if you are trying to control another human being, then you need to stop and and say, wait a minute, am I helping or am I hurting? And when I say that, I'm talking about enabling. Uh, and enabling is a whole nother broadcast for a whole nother time. But sometimes we think that we're helping and we actually can hurt. So recognize the difference, okay? And these, this is just an overview. I'm not going to go deep into a lot of these. Um, I've got teachings on these, but 
I just want to give an overview because there's so many parents, uh, so many mothers yesterday that was just really distraught. And I hear it. I get messages every year, you know, about my kids on drugs or my kids, you know, ran off and left the faith or my kids, you know, having sex outside of marriage or all of these different things. And they and moms feel like a failure. OK, you, you know, listen, your kids are free moral agents. Once they become adults, they're out of your house. You can't do anything about what they're doing while they're there. There's some things that you do need to do. You need to um, sometimes you need to practice tough love. And and I'm not saying be hard on them, but set your boundaries. Boundaries are important. Listen, if your kids become rude, manipulative, abusive, you have got to uh, understand that it is OK with God that you address that. OK, um, a prodigal is going to benefit from it. you telling them, I love you, but. I'm not going to tolerate disrespect. I love you, but I will not accept unacceptable behavior. Make sure they understand the boundaries and the consequences of stepping over them. If they step over them, then you got to be ready to take actions. Okay. You've got to deal with your feelings and you've got to process them, you know, get you a good coach uh, to get you through it or a counselor or someone who has been there uh, and knows how it is a good friend, family, um, you know, pastor, whoever get in a relationship somewhere where you can get some support and help. Uh, because you're going to have all kinds of emotions. You know, part of you are going to be, you know, you're going to be angry. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're grieving. Sometimes it's, you know, guilt or depression. All of these things come into play. And you, it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. And this is why good biblical counseling, biblical coaching is could benefit you if you are going through this. And you have got to stay the course, okay? And you got to remember that God loves your child more than you do. You know, prodigals, um, you know, parents of prodigals, they can feel helpless a lot of times. And, you know, they you have to lean on God and his grace. OK, you have to draw from him your strength and and so forth. And you have to understand that it could just be a season. There, you know, look to a brighter future. Look to the, you know, and start to really intercede on their behalf, start to decree and declare over their lives, you know, and pray, you know, Lord, I thank you that my, you know, my son comes back into the kingdom, or I thank you that my daughter um, gets conviction to where she comes back to the things that um, her first love being you, God, or whatever the case may be, take scriptures, customize them to your children and pray and wage a good warfare over the words that have been spoken over your children. And so you've got to understand that, the only way you're going to get through this is the comforter, the Holy Spirit leading you and guiding you. And if you're a mom this season that you're grieving over the physical loss of a child, um, this is very prevalent. I see this a lot in our ministry. I cannot tell you how many families that we've ministered to that have lost their son or daughter to um addiction and to overdose. And it's very prevalent. You know, know that we're praying for you. Our encouragement is that you will press in to the father and allow him to minister to you. Uh, and I'm going to read that scripture again in John 14, 26, as I close. It's just a quick broadcast to encourage those today who yesterday might have been like, man, I failed as a mom. Look, mom's <laughs> It's a tough job. It's just a tough job. You know it is. And some days we do better than others and some days we don't. And we all miss it. Guess what? We're human beings. OK. Um, and so we have got to understand that God sees you. He loves you. Uh, he desires to heal you. He wants you to cast away any guilt and shame that you might have. And he wants you to press into him. So, again, in John 14, 26 says, 
but the counselor, the helper, the intercessor, the advocate, strengthener, stand by the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name to represent me on my behalf, will teach you all things, and he will cause you to recall, and he will remind you and bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. You know, listen, if Jesus told the disciples to press in to the Holy Spirit, then why, why would we try to do things on our own? So I encourage you, know that God cares. Pray, get support, and be blessed. This is Maggie. You can find me at maggiecavanaugh.com or you can find us at movingforwardministriestn.com. And we pray that you have an amazing day. And, you know, don't be hard on yourself. It doesn't work. It just will only lead you into bondage. So share this out with someone that needs to hear it. Okay. God bless you guys. Ciao.